imagine you're in a conference room with um, doing a brief of some sort and uh, you're sitting there waiting for your turn and instead of going fifth like you you thought you were going to, all of a sudden they call your name and your heart starts to beat faster because you thought you had a few more minutes and you wanted to see someone else go first to see their example and now it's just like <gasps> anxiety, anxiety. You can feel it. The pressure is building. Your, your neck is getting red and blotchy. In fact, you know what? It is going beyond the blotch and now all of a sudden you're starting to itch your hands and guess what? Fear shuts down your prefrontal cortex. If you've read anything by Dr. Pillay, he is a professor at Harvard Medical School. His research used um, MRI, fMRI machines to and MRI machines to be able to see how fear affects the brain. And super interesting is that when we have anxiety, when we have fear, when we have stress, it automatically kind of puts up that wall and we're not able to move beyond that. We're not able to learn effectively. It's why when you've been in a fight with someone, you say things you don't mean. It's because your prefrontal cortex is the part of your brain that does a lot of your learning, but it also is the part of your brain that makes decisions. And we don't make our best decisions when we are anxious, nervous, and stressed out. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. And Today we're looking at reframing your thinking. How can you reframe your learner's thinking to overcome fear and anxiety to be more rational and just a little less stressed out? So what does that look like in the classroom? Number one, let's help our learners to focus on what they can do versus what they can't do. We love to use an action idea page. Sometimes we call it something else, but it's all about that journaling where they're writing down what they can do on their own. Like Much like you right now, you might be taking some notes for yourself on what can I implement immediately into my classroom. That action idea page will be valuable for your learners to know that they can do it. I can these are the key topics that I really resonate with and that I will be able to do. I'm not leaving impressed just with the presenter, but I'm leaving impressed with myself and this huge long list of things I can do. So focus on the cans, and that can be easily done through an action idea page. Another is calm thoughts first. So we want to really make sure that uh, we bring a sense of calm into their thought process versus a fear or anxiety. So if you're doing a presentation skills class, for instance, we want to make sure that we take deep breaths, I'll exhale through the mouth, inhale through the nose, think about that, that calm place and what we can do to become more calm. There's an app I found uh, was actually encouraged by a friend. It's called the Mood Meter. And it, when you download it, it's like 99 cents or something like that. It, it allows you to select your mood and you tap on one of these dots and it tells you that, oh, in this moment you're satisfied, you're cheerful, you're discouraged, you're disappointed, you're angry, you're panicked, you're uh, elated or thrilled. And the idea is recognizing where you are and asking yourself, how do I move into a more peaceful state? And when you click on the peaceful state, let, let's say you want to go to this peaceful state, basically what's going to happen is, you know, if you're in angry mode and it, you're frustrated or whatever, it's going to say, well, where do you want to move to? And you can move in that application and it'll say, well, where do you want to move? Well, I want to move to more calming. Well, here are some strategies. Maybe it's to call someone to get advice or repeat a calming phrase like, I'm going to take the high road. I'm going to take the, or the be the best self. I'm going to take a time out and just 
rest and relax. Remind yourself that this isn't permanent. Those kinds of things. So that could be a really great application for you to use. Another idea is um, to apply it is visualizations. Having your learners visualize their success and maybe even walking them through their success. So in presentation skills class, I have them visualize themselves opening their session, being successful, seeing happy faces, people getting their information, nodding their heads. I walk them through that first and then they're able to present with a lot less stress and anxiety. A final one for today is all about writing down those positives. Um, maybe it's giving them a moment to encourage one another and write a positive note to someone in the class that's encouraged you. Or it's writing themselves a positive note. What is something that they've learned, grabbed a hold of, and are excited about? What's one thing you do really well in your presenting style that can be powerful for you? Um, maybe you're really great at closing. Maybe you're great at opening. And I really enjoy having them stand up and share with a partner one thing that they've really um, enjoyed or or learned and one thing that they're really good at. So it's kind of like they get to brag on themselves. It really does take us from an anxiety, you know, filled, stress-filled moment to being able to be a little less stressed out. So those are a few tips for you today on, on really overcoming and reframing your thinking. Um, Life Unlocked, Seven Revolutionary Lessons to Overcome Fear by Dr. Pillay. I'll put that down in the notes below. And if you want more from a training perspective, my book, Creative Training, uh, Train the Trainer Field Guide, is also in there. Just uh, if you want more on how to use this in the classroom, it's more focused on that arena. Thanks for listening. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth, and this is a creative training tip.